go. So anyway, here we are. Welcome to episode four. <laughs> oh, that was sorry. my job. Oh, sorry. I thought you wanted me to do oh, it. Oh, God, I'll tell you what. He thinks he's a boss at times. He really does. <laughs> anyway, yes. Welcome to episode four of the uh, Fire Talk, the uh, podcast for Fire Safety Stick. Mm. Um, here we have Sergio and myself, and Andrew. And we have Andrew. And I think we might even have a special guest later on, as if by magic. We will. More on that story later. So anyway, here we are. I think it's about the fourth week in on January at the moment as we record this. Is. It's been a busy year already, hasn't it? It has. It's a busy start, which is good. Um, we've got a manic year ahead of us. Mm. Absolute, I don't even know how I'm going to fit it all in. Well, we'll manage. We'll manage. We'll manage. So, Building up the staff. Exactly. We've got a in new fact, starter exactly. this year. Welcome to James. James. In fact, funny enough, it's actually his, his birthday on the day of recording this. Yes, it is. So we supplied him with a bit of cake, maybe, just to keep him happy. But yeah, he's busy uh, helping the warehouse. Yes. So he, he was going to say he's getting all, all the orders out, which is, uh, is a busy task, mm. which is good. But really nice guy. Um, so hopefully um, we'll kind of start bringing him into uh, some of the socials. Um, he's a bit shy at the moment. Yeah. So we'll, 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 we'll coach him into it. Yeah, we'll coach him into it. But I have to say, I think since the last recording, obviously it was, that was the run up to Christmas. Um, and we were expecting old January is going to be really, really quiet. Not at all. No. The demand and the interest in the fire safety has been crazy. It really some has. Really interesting phone calls from some really yes. interesting companies that we can't blew, say. I can't say. And it blows my mind. That was taught, who I was talking to. I know. Um, I know. Which is just phenomenal. Um, as I said, I I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. I, I'm hoping they will actually let us talk about it because if uh, they do, would, oh well, my God, it will just literally just. We've got some really exciting um, sort of clients sort of bubbling under at the moment, which again we can't give any names away yet. But these are going to be really exciting rollouts for it. But this one is another level. Oh yeah, complete. It really is. Anyway, mm -hmm. so we stopped teasing about that. So shows, we're still doing a few shows this year. Um, we've got a really big one, which is the Caravan um, Camping and Motorhome Show at the NEC, again, our spiritual home, um, coming up in a few weeks' time. So I'm going to talk a bit more about that a bit later on. Uh, but we've even actually been to, again, back to our spiritual home earlier, a couple of weeks ago, to the Autosport International Show at the NEC. Mm -hmm. Now, that was great. Last time we were there, 2019. Yes. So we had five distributors. So mm. it was great for us to have our distributors mm. all there um in in working yeah. alongside each other yeah um, it was good you got some interviews didn't you yeah exactly yeah so i say it was, it was good because actually mostly obviously distributors we've got long-term relationship with and it's great what we, but actually some of them especially the, the guys come from uh, ireland and scotland what we, we actually haven't actually met so it was great spoken to a lot of them yes but you know over the but phone it's different when yeah. you actually get to meet them in person yeah. which was good um but yeah, yeah it, it, it was a great show and in fact um of those disputes, there's one that we had a chat with a bit more detail. We spoke to all of them, but uh, Rob Rob Brooks from uh, Club of Motorsport. Uh, so looking after Rally. So if I, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to insert a quick clip from Rob now, followed by um, Martin Martin Fox, who is a, a, another Rally guy, um, just a, you know a, a competitor who actually had a fire with a fire safety. We, we've already covered it in one of our reviews uh, or testimonials from before, but. Uh, it was great to have a chat with him and actually really understand exactly what happened with the fire. So I think that was quite important there. Well, here we've got uh, Rob from uh, Club and Motorsport, again, another one of our key distributors for fire safety. Really influential in the uh, motorsport 
uh, side of things. So how's it been going so far then, Rob? Yeah, lots and lots of uh, public here. Uh, it's about the quietest you've actually had the stand, actually. Yeah. So you picked the right time for that, but obviously we couldn't get a conversation earlier on. Well, I'll we came over a couple of times, it's just been so busy, we've not had a chance to, so yeah, that's why we're coming back yeah. a bit quieter sort of after lunch, really. Yep. Um, but again, sales going well with the fire safe stick? Yeah, very well so far this year. Well, not this year, but yeah. you know, last 12 months. Uh, you know, a great product. Lovely and compact for the shelves. Yeah. You know, just a, it's the incremental purchase. Yeah, exactly. Well, also, we've had so many um, instances where you actually had, had customers who, are, unfortunately, have had fires, but fortunately had the fire safe stick with them and uh, saved, uh, saved the cars, basically. And you think about Steve and Daryl uh, yeah. with the incident they had, you know, we, because we'd had the fire at the previous Lecom Field, the organisers asked us, can we do a demonstration? Yeah. Showed the guys how to use them. Stevens, Daryl had a fire, immediately knew exactly what to do, put the fire out so quickly, minimal damage. Yeah, exactly. So this was great. And there's stories like that that help let everybody else know about the fire safety and why it's really needed yeah. for the for the rally cars and all sorts of motorsport guys as well, really. Yeah. So yeah. it's been and, great. And the marshals that, you know, we've been giving them to the marshals. Yeah. We had the guy um, at Twyford Woods, car sets on fire. The marshal ran maybe quarter of a mile or passed mm. it somebody who ran quarter of a mile because they're so compact, managed to get them to the car still have the ability to actually activate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that with a normal fire yeah, extinguisher. Yeah. No, it's been great, it's been great. So that's good. Yeah. So, well, thanks again. Okay, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Cheers, Take Rob. Care. Thanks. Hi, well, we're actually here on the uh, Club of Motorsport uh, stand. He's one of our distributors for the fire safety stick. And I'm actually here with Martin. And Martin Fox here actually had a fire in his uh, Porsche Cayman during a rally right. stage. Yeah. Same with the fire stick. So what actually happened with the uh, fire? Um, basically, the, uh, the engine at that time just decided to uh, make a loud screaming noise and uh, destroyed itself. I, I didn't realise the car was on fire and uh, we, uh, we, we slowly uh, came to a halt on the, on the circuit, on yeah. the side. And it was only then when we realised there was uh, smoke coming inside the yeah. uh, cockpit and we realised it was on fire. So we quickly dived out and grabbed the, the fire stick. Yeah. Which I'd uh, only for the first time put in the car that day. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, up until then, it had been in the toolbox at home. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm saying, because the thing about it being in the Cayman, whereabouts was the fire? The fire was um, on the, one of the two catalytic converters. Right. Which uh, behind the rear wheels. So it's fortunate that I was able to um, lie on the floor yeah. once I'd ignited the, uh, the stick. Yeah. And I was able to point it directly onto the catalytic converter, which was like very severely on fire. Yeah. You know, like some could, big flames. Could, had it been a pad or a foam extinguisher, would that have got to that area? I wouldn't have been able to get a, a handheld extinguisher anywhere near the area because the, the car's fairly low. Yeah. And the the, uh, the fire on the catalytic converter was immediately behind the tyre, so it would have been very hard, at, at, you know, the front of the tyre as well. Yeah. So it was very hard to uh, to get at, and a handheld extinguisher wouldn't have even gone. Past that, so to that point. Yeah, so if that was the case, you basically could have lost the car completely. I think, you know, I felt myself that at the time the car was like seconds away from, you know, mm. being a complete loss. Mm. But the, the, the safety stick completely put the flames out, you know, and then they did actually reignite initially, but it was such a, a long burn from the, uh, yeah. from the stick, I was able to have another go at oh, it good. and it extinguished it. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, obviously, Great that we, uh, we, we managed to save the day for you and what have you. I well, think, put it yeah. this way, I've, I've got three of those now. <laughs> a replacement one and two more. And oh, I really? have one in my motorhome. Yeah. And uh, we've been trying to uh, encourage other people to get them in the motorhomes. Good, and no, I appreciate a, that. I appreciate an, that. Another area where you yeah. know, it could be very useful. Yeah, yeah. no, excellent. Right, that's great. Thank you very much. Okay. Cheers, thanks. thanks. Cheers. See you later. 
back in the room. <laughs> there we go. Yes, exactly. So I think it was good to know, especially the fact that the fact that the fire safety was able to get to the parts that other extinguishers can't reach. So that was a great one. Anyway, been so working on that one. Oh, exactly, exactly. So yeah, so obviously we've got the caravan, um, caravan camping and motorhome show coming up at the NEC. So mm -hmm. we've got a lot to get prepared for that. Yes, we have. Uh, I've got to get a. I'm hoping to get a demonstration mm -hmm. um, mocked up of a typical potential uh, fire hazard in a caravan, yeah. which is the um, the gap between the fixed fridge and the outside mm -hmm. where you've got the vents. So we're gonna we're gonna try and replicate that and actually show people look you know what the the vents on the side would do to it for a traditional extinguisher yeah um give us some tips some safety tips on what to do yeah. in that event of a fire so that will be good just trying to get it made up as we are speaking yes yes exactly so um and obviously running up to a show is always a really busy time for us getting prepared for it um you're going holiday for a week beforehand aren't you <laughs> yes andrew i am I'm going skiing. Half term. It's half term. Kids half term. Got to take the kids away. I'm going skiing. I feel as though I've been set up on this one, but never well, mind. I'm coming back and we're going to the show. Exactly, exactly, okay. exactly. I could, I could have actually extended it for two weeks and uh, said, oh, Andrew, you're doing it by yourself. Or one of the no, 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 no. You, I, I enjoy doing it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> anyway, talking of that show, um, I think it would be great to hear from a little bit of a celebrity from the show. A regular, well known in the uh, caravan and motorhome uh, field and what have you. So um, I think what I'm going to do is I'll do a bit of magic here and see if I can swap Surge for cats, wandering birds. So let me give that a go. Oh no, I'm still here. Oh, um, let's try again. Ta-da! And as if by magic, here I am joined by cats. Hello, cat wandering bird. Hello. Thank you for having me. Brilliant. We've had a fantastic day today. We have. Okay. We have. First time we're going to do a confession, actually. This is take two. <laughs> I forgot to press record a minute ago. <laughs> it was so good that. as well. Oh, it was the best one. So we'll This is just we'll... a tribute. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to build up to it. It's going to build up. <laughs> anyway, first, introduce yourself. I'm Kat from Wandering Bird. I run the motorhome travel website Wandering Bird. And I have a YouTube channel and Instagram and Facebook and all these other fun things. Brilliant, brilliant. So. <laughs> Motorhomer life, or life motorhomer uh, life, lives in motorhome basically. I do, yeah. Okay, great knowledge for you. Um, we've got the uh, NEC show, the uh, Caravan Camping and Motorhome show coming up. We do. In a few weeks' time. We do. You're going to be a busy lady at that, aren't I you? I am going to be. I'm doing a talk on the inspiration stage every day about touring in a motorhome in Germany. Yeah. Focusing specifically on one of my favourite areas in Germany, which is Bavaria and the Black Forest. Mm -hmm. And going down the castle, down to like Nuschwinstein Castle. Okay. And possibly even the Eagle's Nest all the way down in the oh, south. Oh, really? Oh, that'd be yeah, an I love one. that whole okay. route down there. It's magic. Yeah. Um, and then I'm also talking about touring with your dog and taking your dog um, anywhere, really, but right. mainly to Europe from the UK because yeah. of the rules and the regulations. And also tips for travelling with a dog because they do affect the way that you yes. travel and tour. Yeah. Um, so sharing that. And then I will be on the Advice Centre for a couple of hours each day. OK, so mm -hmm. what's happening on the Advice Centre then? Uh, changes day to day. Okay. They, they've, they've got me going. I've yeah. got like a little timetable. Oh, really? <laughs> I literally do. Quite tight. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but it's great because obviously that's somewhere where you know, people that are visiting the show can come along and ask advice yes. on how should I do this? What, what, what's your best way of doing it? What's your experience? Yeah, yeah. 
And it's not just yourself, I think you've got a whole team there Yeah, as well, so there will be various different, um, they, they use the word experts, I don't like the word expert, but there will be uh, various different people on mm. there who have got different knowledge, so okay. don't come and ask me anything about electrics, because okay. I don't get it. More on that story in a minute. Yes, um, but, um, you know, there will be people there who do, right. So and then there will be people like myself who can talk to you about planning trips or, yeah. you know, buying vans yeah. and you know things to look for and all of those different aspects okay so there should be two or three different experts okay uh, on at once so that you right. there will be somebody with a different type of knowledge yes um and that's just really nice it's a really nice place that you can come and ask questions of yes. people who've got some some inside knowledge in the in and industry that's, and that's good because obviously i think you'll be have a bit of a busy time at the nec this, this yes. time around aren't you yes i am <laughs> With all the different shows yeah. and all the different stages I'm on and things. So, and also, I want to come in and do some stuff. As I mean, there's a few people speaking on the stage that I really want to go and yes. see. And then there's, you know, there's various different people I want to chat to and yeah. things. So, yeah. I want to say, because I think, and that, not just that one show, but you're actually doing some other shows during the year as yeah, well? Yeah, I'm doing quite a few. So, I'm doing a lot of work with a Warner shows. Okay, yes. Um, and they tend to do a show every month or every other month. Yes. And I'm doing, I can't do all of them because I'm travelling myself. Yeah. But I'm, um, which ones am I going to forget them now? Peterborough. Yeah. Um, Shepton Mallet, which is in September. Okay. And they've got a new one out called Campervan Campout, which okay. is in May. Right. And Campervan Campout is going to be much less of a traditional traditional show, here's a range of vans and merch, yes. spend money, yeah. and more of like, almost like a festival. Okay. So um, they're encouraging people to come for the weekend, and it's going to be, um, you'll you'll have some people from, say, YouTube and other bloggers and bloggers who are going to be sharing their stories yeah. and their insights. And also they've got a wellness and health area. Okay. I'm going to be doing a bit of talk with a couple of other people who travel alone. Yeah. Um, or do a lot of time on their own. Mm. Um, things like mental health. Yeah. And, and, all, the, and all that kind of stuff so it's more a bit about living the life rather than encouraging you oh, to that spend sounds money. good and also i think it's, it's much more informal because i think yes. with with the nec obviously you're doing talks which is great and informative and the advice center but of course it's still very much a great big show yes. of those of those vehicles it's yes. a sales show of the merchandise yeah but i think here and obviously you're so busy there so you don't even get a chance to talk to many people there anyway no. whereas things like the water show this particular this one yeah. you're saying there is that you actually will be you're a bit more free time yes. not free time but you, you'll be there chatting to people a bit more informally and what have you, yeah. and it'd be great to get a real vibe for the show. Yeah, I mean, I love the NEC show, and mm. I, there's two a year, and yeah. I really love the energy, and mm. I love meeting the people, mm. and I, I think the whole atmosphere is brilliant. Yes. And the February one is slightly different vibe, slightly more camping, but it's yeah. a really good start to the season. I think that's when people are like, ah, we're going to get our vans out storage. Yes. I mean, I live in mine all year, but a lot of people haven't yep. used them, and yep. they, they start going there to plan stuff, to look for merch, and it's just yeah. got the whole... Spring is coming and we're going to get going again. And it's, I, I love so. that energy. Yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. Um, and I think the size of it mm. adds to that. Yes. Whereas the Warner shows, they're mainly outdoors. Yeah. They are a lot smaller. Yeah. Not so much in terms of the merch, but the number of vans that come. You have quite a range of things They there. do. Exactly. They have some really, yeah. really good stuff there. But mm. because they're, um, it's more sort of a, sounds awful saying in a field, they're mm. not. It's a, it's a lot more to it than yeah. that. But. It's it's easy. It's more accessible, I think, to go and turn up and see everything. Yes. Whereas the NEC show, unless you go for two or three days, you're not going to see everything. It's no, impossible. No, no. Whereas the Warner show, you absolutely can. Absolutely. I was going to say because I know we're with the NEC. What we found as well is that people actually do plan their trip to the NEC. Yes. So they go for the program. So yeah, we want to see them. We want to see them. And because we know ourselves, we had so many people came to see us yeah. that had already planned to see us. Yeah. Based on the guide. Yeah. So I think you, you, you definitely do have that with it. Yes. Um, and I know that. Um, also, yeah, we're doing obviously the. Uh, 
February show coming up and obviously yeah. October 1 again. Yeah. Um, we've done the Warner shows before and they've been very good. We're hoping not to do them ourselves this year, but our distributors. Ah, uh, cool. But I think from what you're saying there, the, the, the camp out one does sound an interesting yeah, one. Yeah, I think you So I think that. we might look into that one a bit yeah, more, actually. I think so enjoy that I think, I think that will be, uh, will be definitely a good one. So, um, so, I mean, obviously you've got some shows planned. I do. I around all my trips. Exactly. Okay, so you've got a few trips. Uh, <laughs> I do. So I'm going to Ireland in March and April for okay. about six weeks. I've yeah. booked the ferry there, but not the ferry back yet. Okay. So I'm Flexibility. just like going that. to go and figure it out. Me and the dog are going for an adventure. Yeah. And then in June, I'm taking a motorhome up to Iceland. So okay. I'm driving all to Denmark. Right. And then I'm getting on a ferry going to Iceland that stops at the Faroes. I think it's two days on the ferry and you stop okay. at the Faroes. Then I've got two weeks to go around the ring road oh, and wow. then I get back. That's going to be an interesting I'm really one. excited. No, no, definitely. So mm. we'll, we'll, we'll talk about uh, socials in a minute or two, but um, I think if you're not really you need to see some of the, obviously the stories, but the Instagram of images that we have from these tours, they're absolutely amazing. So oh, we look at the, the previous ones. Yeah. Um, talking of previous trips and what have you, <laughs> um, obviously we've been doing a lot of bats for fire education and things like that. <laughs> So tell me, Kat, have you had any experience with fires at all? <laughs> Funnily enough that you should ask. Uh, yes, we have. So in um, 2020, we mm. were stuck in France yep. throughout the whole lockdown thing. And the French government actually, uh, they lifted the restrictions so you could travel within France. Right. Just couldn't cross borders. Okay. So we took advantage and we went all through the French Pyrenees, which is magic if you've mm. never been absolute go. And we also then extended that and went to the Verdun Gorge. Okay. Which is sort of south, southeast-ish France. Mm -hmm. And it's like, have you ever been? I've uh, been that area, but not that specific area, no, so that sort of region. You need but, to go, it's yeah. gorgeous. So it's basically Europe's Grand Canyon. Okay. It is stunning. And it's got this incredible gorge with like this turquoise water. Right. And it's so vivid, you think it's just bizarre. You think that there's something in the water. Yeah. It's, it's, it looks like it's been photoshopped. Basically. Yeah. So every corner we were going around, I was saying to my husband, please stop, I need a photo, please yeah. stop. I'm just going insane. Yeah. Um, people asked me how long it took. I was like three days because I stopped every 50 metres. But it would have been half an hour. It would have been half an hour easily <laughs> um but one of these i jumped out took a photo of the van mm. and by this point he was like i'm just staying you do yeah. your thing i'm staying in the van so i got back in the van back mm. in the cab oh i can smell smoke okay and he was like yeah and i, I i've had covid six times <laughs> admittedly <laughs> admittedly by this point okay. i think i'd only had it once maybe twice right. um but i couldn't really i didn't have much of a sense of smell before okay. then. i haven't noticed much of a change um but for me to say I can smell smoke mm. was unusual. Mm. And he's like, really? And because we were in the cab, we assumed it was the engine or something in the cab, but we couldn't find anything. Okay. So we, we did a bit of investigation, and he's much more technical and electrical savvy than I am. Couldn't find anything. So we, we drove on for a little bit, you know, 20 minutes or so. Mm. And then he was like, oh, no, I can smell smoke. Um, and we eventually traced it to the back of the motorhome okay. to the fuse box, which was the other side of the fridge. Right. And by that point, we had found one of the fuses had melted and had melted into the other one and was smouldering. I've got a whole video about it on my YouTube yes, channel. Yes, OK. Um, and that was terrifying. So there was a couple of things that came out of that. The first thing was that... Um, we had the right size fuse in. So right. one of our first thoughts was that either us or somebody else, because we bought the van second hand, had, yes, okay, had put, yeah, had put yeah. the wrong fuse in. Okay. But it turned out that wasn't the case. Right. What we think and what the guy, we had somebody come and check it all out mm. for us, obviously, when we when we got back to the UK. What we think had happened was um, the vibrations of the van, because we take it all down crazy lanes, yeah. had um, somehow worked one of the wires loose. And it okay. was sort of the connection was 
creating current or okay. I'm, I'm going to make words that might not yeah, be fine, entirely we'll right. Fine. We'll yeah. explain in a minute. Yeah, um, but that had created such a build-up yeah. that it had caused it to melt. Now, yeah. we didn't have flames leaping, no. but apparently, and you can probably tell me if this is right or not, that if we hadn't caught it and stopped it, it would have created it a proper like fire. It sounds like was, it was that close yeah. to it. Yeah, and it really was. So I found that really scary for a couple of reasons. One is because we have an end lounge, we actually mm. make that up as our bed. Right. And that is on top of the fuse box. Okay. So if we had not found it we'd have gone to sleep that night yeah. and it would have been on fire underneath our heads yes. which i find really That's terrifying scary, yes. now fine we could smell it but it just i just yeah uh, yeah it's still, it, was, yeah. it would have been difficult so but the other thing i found quite scary is we hadn't done anything wrong mm. and and i always find it easier to accept responsibility or blame if you've done something wrong yeah but we hadn't because this, this is a relatively new yeah, van. Yeah, 2017 model, and this was 2020. It's a professionally built yeah, van. Yeah, Swift so it's, not, it's, not, it's not even no, a self-build. No. Okay. As I say, so it's, it's, it's all got the, the correct gear in yeah, there. It's got all proper sergeant fuse box, everything, and... It, and yet this can still happen. And it could still happen. And it was purely because a wire had come loose. Which can easily happen. Absolutely. And apparently it's happened on many different types of motorhomes. Yeah. And apparently it's quite a common thing on all different brands yeah, so and so makes it's, of it, vans. It's not a, a particular fault with that No, not by at all. Means. It can easily happen. And I found that, I mean, honestly, for the next couple of weeks, I was checking that fuse box mm, every bet. other second. And the other thing that I found, we, we travel with a dog mm. and we don't leave him on his own very often, but occasionally you know, we pop to the petrol station or we pop for coffee yeah. or, you know, we might leave him half an hour. Yeah. If he'd been on his own, locked in the van, and that had gone up, oh gosh, I don't, yeah. it makes me feel sick to think well, about I it. I think also, from what you were saying there, is that because of your location, yeah. you're not exactly in, yeah. in um, you know, in a campsite where you've got no. lots of to help you. We weren't on campsite. If that caught fire, yep. there's nobody out there nope. to help you. And what I've learned today, which <laughs> made it even worse, mm -hmm. is that um, our fire extinguisher, I think, came off our last van. Okay. So I don't know the last time that had been serviced, mm. I'll be honest. But also, I've discovered that traditional fire extinguishers, mm. they're built for, for static buildings. Yes. I didn't realise, it didn't even occur to me, that putting in a normal red fire... I mean, I've got a, a one kilo powder, I think you said yep, that's what I had. Yep. Um, putting in one of those and then putting the vibrations of the van mm. moving and then the fact that it hasn't really been taken out and looked yep. at for a little while. Yep. And also, I live in it full time, so it was mm. minus seven last week. Yep, yep. For that temperature difference, yep. it could cause it to clump, which means that it might not work. Exactly, exactly. And that... I even, you just sort of see this little red box mm. of safety and assume mm. it will work when you need and it. Uh, you're right. So you're a very capable extinguisher, no yep. question about it. Yep. Um, but this is why they sh in the vans they do need to be serviced yeah. or at least you know checked out correctly because as you say, yeah, the power inside can clump together, yep. blocks the mechanism. I mean, people are shocked at the discharge time from uh, for, for yes. a start anyway, and that's also they need to make sure they know how to use it. Yeah. That was something else I learned today, I didn't difference. know. So how you use a power extinguisher is different to how you use a firm extinguisher, yep. for example. Um, but you're right, if that's not serviced, that discharge time can basically just come, you know, just a couple of seconds and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And I think that's the thing people need to be aware of. Yeah. This is why they need to be done. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, yeah, I'll be honest, you know, we're here to, to sell a few fire safe sticks, I won't deny it. But you know what? The power extinguishers are still very capable extinguishers. Yeah. Absolutely. Providing they're maintained correctly and they know how to use it. And I think that's... What we're really keen to do is actually do more fire safety um, training education yeah. for people. Yeah. Um, I think we were chatting earlier on about the, the electrical circuits yes. and the wires and what have you. That was something, yeah. So, I mean, you, you hear that you have to flake out your electric cable and, mm. um, you know, make sure... Um, but 
I never really understood why. And I've mm. seen the photos of one catching a fire and you think, yeah. yeah, okay. But actually, when you explained it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. But I think so many people don't either don't know that because you still see them coiled up on campsites. Exactly. Or they don't really understand why. Yeah. And it's exactly the same. People know that they need a fire extinguisher in yeah. their van, even yeah. though most of us don't have one in our house. Yeah. Um, but most people don't know how to use it properly. You just Exa assume, exactly like I exactly. did, that you would point, exactly. press the lever exactly. and, and go. And I think also, again, going back to the thing, it, it's not just about the extension cable, it's always what's plugged into it because yeah. it's the current that it's drawing. Yeah. Some things on there, you can have lots of things plugged in and you know what, they'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. Have a kettle in there, have a heater in there, yeah. different story because it's pulling so much more charge yeah. and that, you know, it's not acting like a, a electric bar fire almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of the things to it. So I think that's one thing that working to is, is that education and, and hopefully we've had a great time. Oh, yeah. Plus you've been playing with fire as well. I did, I did get to play with fire. That was awesome. That was really good fun. Um, that'll be out in my, on my YouTube yep. video. Um, and I think one thing that was really cool about that was I thought I'd followed Serge's instructions really well. Mm. And actually, even when I did it, the fire still came back. Yes. And it shows, I mean, like you said, the, the normal traditional extinguisher has, what, six to eight seconds, mm. roughly. Mm. Um, and if you did the depressing method, probably 12, you maybe, buy, or exactly, something like that. Time, yes, but, right. you know, the fire safety has 50. Mm. And that was more than enough time to figure it out a little bit better. 12 seconds, probably, I wouldn't Exactly. Done it right. I think what, what we, the fire safety is, the thing is you can use it without panicking. Yeah. Now, it's a fire. You're going to be panicking. Mm -hmm. But you can just... <laughs> Take your time, and it's their thing. And I think one of the reasons why we do the, the, the trough fire with, with, with petrol is because it's actually one of the hardest things to put out because if you, depending on what you're doing, yeah. it will come back at you. Yeah. But you know what? Fine, plenty of time. Yeah, it, it was good. And that's it. it was, and the lack of damage and residue mm. and gunk afterwards shocked me. I mean, yes. we put it over my shoes yeah. and nothing. Yeah, it was exactly. just, yeah, it was exactly. really, really good. So I, th I, th I think so. Well, hopefully you've, you've learned a few things. I've learned lots. I've learned lots. Thank you very much, family. No, exactly. I've also learned that I'm really, really bad at pool. Oh, yes. Without vodka. Yes. <laughs> at some point, but, I'll come back. Right. We need to supply the vodka, but you did do the, uh, the seven ball challenge. And what I have did, you. So badly. Sort of did, well, you had a respectable time, I think, to be fair, and what have you. So, uh, I'm competitive. I want to come back. I'm going to practice and Well, there you back. go. See, yeah, case, yeah, do that. Definitely do that. We'll need, that. We'll need to get some of the other uh, YouTubers along with them. Yes. Along with you, so we definitely yeah. that out. I'll have to be practiced by them. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so, obviously, um, you're, obviously you, you've got your YouTube channel. In fact, I do. To be honest, this is our YouTube channel. That's cats, basically. So you've got a great following on there. So Thanks. one thing I'll say. So what other social media channels are you on? Uh, well, my main my main thing is my mm. website. Right. So um, that's how all this started. Was, yep. was but I, I find myself much more fun mm. in written form than on mm. video. Um, but I'm also you can find me on Instagram, on TikTok, yep. on Facebook, and in my Facebook group. Okay, as well. we'll include all the uh, the links on the yep. YouTube uh, if you're watching that. Yeah. Uh, and I think also because also there's some great stories in there obviously about all the, the, the journeys you've done around Europe and what yes. have you and it's really think but also these advice but the one thing that I really am really impressed with is the Facebook group that you've got going yep the Wandering Bird Facebook group yeah so this uh, you need to check this out because this the great thing about this is obviously the, the, your stories on there as well of course yeah. but it's actually it's a great community yes it is and it's it's was something I was really passionate about building I got so tired of going to other Facebook groups and don't get me wrong you know there's some fantastic mm. ones out there but there are so many people who ask beginner questions yeah. everybody starts somewhere yeah and i wanted a place where people could ask beginner questions mm. and not be ridiculed or get a sarcastic response yep. or 
because where else do you ask people exactly. these basic exactly. things? And it's brilliant because in my group, I've got some incredibly knowledgeable, very experienced yep. motorhomers and yep. road trippers. And then people who have literally just put down their first deposit on their first yep. van. And in fact, some people who are still looking even yep. and who absolutely don't know mm. anything. Mm. And it's this brilliant sort of coming together of experience yes. and total novices. But yeah. what I really love is the the helpful atmosphere. Yes. Because even if people have only had their van six months, but say they've gone to Cornwall, they've gone to Scotland, mm. and then somebody else who might have had their van four years, mm. but haven't been to those places, yeah. those people who are newer can yeah. still share their experiences. Exactly. And exactly. it's a really lovely community. I'm really proud uh, no, of it. So, uh, one thing the examples I've seen is, that, again, somebody's completely new to it, has asked a question, mm. and you know what, obviously yes, you'll have the, the more experienced ones answer, yeah. uh, help answer them and advise them and give their opinion on it. Uh, and it, I say it's, it's their advice, not so much their strong opinion, so yeah. you know, everybody's open to it. Yeah. But equally, you'll get somebody on there who's you know, had the van for, as you said there, a few weeks, yeah. and have got, had that same question a few weeks ago, yeah. and said, well actually, yeah, this is what we've this done, is this is what we town. Yeah. And I think it's great, you've got such cross-section there. Yeah. So I think, again, we'll, we'll include the link there, because I think, People are into sort of the kind of the most I think they need to see that for because I think it's great information Thank on that. Yeah, I'm really pleased. It, it's a really nice, friendly group where people can come at whatever stage they're at of motorhoming, mm. camper vanning, caravanning, we've yeah. got plenty of caravanners yeah. in there. Um, and just ask questions and get involved with helping each other out without the fear of the sarcastic ridicule. Which exactly. I, I, I don't allow it. No, no, exactly. <laughs> I'm not exactly, having it. Exactly. So definitely worthwhile. So, well, obviously, we've got the, the NEC show coming up. So yeah. You've got a busy time there ahead of you and what have you. I do. Um, and then it's off on adventures. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. so look out for it on the, on the different stages and what we've advice yeah. centres and what have you. So, yeah. right now, let's see if I can get... Um, and obviously, thank you, great for coming along and what oh, have you. So thank you fantastic. So, yeah, let's see it. if I can get Serge back, so... Nope, still here. Oh, hang on a minute. And we're back! It worked that time. Did it? Am I back? Yes, you are. Oh, okay. See, the power I've got in these fingers, I can just click like that, it's amazing. I, say, I wonder if there's anything else I could... See, see what I've got to work with. Do you know what, I've just had an he idea. He does this all the time. What? That plate. <laughs> Here we go. No? Mm, didn't work. Okay, try again. Right, can you now go and get the plate? Uh, you do know this yes, is a podcast. Yes, yes. Go so, go on, so why the... are we doing this? No, no, go, go and get the plate. Uh, oh dear. Oh. Right. You've got to be impressed with that, surely. <laughs> amazing, <laughs> amazing, all I'm going to say. I bet they never saw the join at all, did they? <laughs> oh dear. Anyway. Things that keep you happy. Exactly, exactly. So what else, we've got the shows coming up, what else have we got coming up? Um, I've got some trips aboard. Yeah. Um, expansion of Fire Safety Stick into other countries. Yeah. Um, which is going to keep me busy. So hopefully by then we would build up the team a bit more. Yeah. Um, so we have some some vacancies to yeah. join us. Yeah. Um, hopefully, as I said. Yeah, exactly. Start building up. I've um, obviously I, I'm going to go and uh, visit um, Bista Scramble and the Race Retro again, so the place where the fire safety is very uh, key in that sector. He's also a jolly. Yeah, it might be. Um, and then so it'll be good to again catch up with some of the distributors there again. So hopefully I'll get some more interviews there. Uh, just want to say also a 
big thank you to Kat for joining us. It's been really good to, to have her uh, on board today. So make sure you follow her socials. Now, one thing I was going to say to Serge earlier is it's very interesting, the fact that I was chatting with Kat today, is that somebody who, who's very knowledgeable and has got the experience in the motorhome sector, and it just shows that, and she admits it herself, her knowledge of, uh, their knowledge of fire safety is so limited, and I think that's why we're so keen to get more of that fire education out there. I was going to say, obviously, with our background within the fire industry, mm. this is the whole purpose. Yeah. If we can, we're here about education. Mm. We're going to be educating people about fire awareness and yeah. different things, not necessarily selling the product, mm. but then, you know, we, we, oh, this, we are launching our slogan. Well, this is what we're leading on to, Oh, actually. is it? Is that yes. what you're doing? Oh, I thought you were just literally, okay. No, 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 nothing. So, yes, what we want to do is obviously, you know, it's great people using the fire safety stick for fires that happen in their motorhome, in their cars, motorsports, things like that. But as we always said, it's getting into people's homes, and so it can then truly be a potentially life-saver, uh, a life-saver de device, really. Yeah. And so I think... Our slogan is, is going to be three words, yeah. save someone's life. So we're going to be trying to almost start a movement mm -hmm. um, where we're going to be doing educational pieces yep. um, and just safety tips, fire safety awareness, fire safety tips. We've got all this, um, you know, big problem with electric um, electric scooters, electric mm. bikes and, you know, all, all sorts, mm. uh, electric cars. So we're going mm. to be doing some tips. Um, yes. On safety. As I said, it's not all about fire the safe, uh, selling the fire safety stick. Correct. It's about fire awareness. Yeah, so correct. In fact, I've already started to put some of the blogs together. In fact, one of them is actually why you need, still need to carry a regular fire extinguisher or a fire extinguisher in electric vehicles. So obviously not so much for the power, batteries that are doing the drivetrain, but of course you've still got a 12 volt system in those electric cars. Yeah. And they are still at risk of potential fire. Yeah. But I was going to say, there's some interesting uh, products coming up mm. where are on the market that are getting bigger that mm. we're going to be um, almost in, you know, endorsing, not endorsing, but just putting to the test and actually saying, look, you know, people should have it. So, yeah. you know, the caravan one, um, you know, we, we want to be educating them because you've got the risks of laptops, phone chargers and, and so on. Mm. So there's um, a little pack that we're going to put together yeah. um, with a fire safety stick, mm. a um, it's almost like a satchel, um, so if your laptop goes on fire, it can slip in there, you can zip it up. We, we, you know, we're going to work on it, we're going to have a dedicated um, uh, extinguisher that is for um, lithium batteries. Yes, I think um, that, that is absolutely crucial because obviously in the motorhomes, more and more of them are having lithium batteries as part of their leisure battery mm. for the vehicle, so absolutely. Yeah. It's just, it's just a bit of education mm. as well and awareness. So we're going to hopefully by the time February comes, we might we might be able to launch it mm. at the show where it's a safety pack. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed. This is actually quite good because this is it's going to put a deadline to us doing it. Yes. We've really got to get it done. <laughs> We've got so, so much we have to get exactly, done. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I think you know what we've covered quite a bit today actually. So uh, I think we'll we'll call it a wrap there now. Good. Okay, and we'll start getting some. I think it was great to get Hamcat on board today. So make sure you do follow us socials, and we'll see what interviews we can get lined up for the next one. Otherwise, no there we go. Perfect. That's great. See Cheers. you in episode five. Yes, exactly. Cheers, guys. Thank you. <laughs>